Welcome to Welling for your spiritual health and growth. What's your life all about? That's the theme of this entire series of your mission, the reason for your existence, of what you do every day and why you do what you do every day. We're looking at mission glory around those five major questions of all knowledge. We've done mission what, which simply says, the more weight God has in your life, the more praise he gets through your life. He looks great if you give him weight. When you align and adjust everything towards his life and character and standard and purposes, he looks great through you. We're in the second part, which answers mission who. Now, all of us know the English language is a pretty tricky language. Do you know it's one of the most difficult languages in the world? And who and whom uh, always confuses me. The answer, of course, is simply who is what you use when you are referring to the subject and whom is what you use when you're referring to the object. However, sometimes the who of the subject is unstated. And the who of the object is stated. Everybody knows for whom and to whom we must bring glory, but who is unstated, meaning it's you, it's me, it's just assumed, it's implied, it is expected. The unstated who is the, the person who brings God glory. The stated who, whom, is the one who receives the glory. The difference can be crucial, even though the letters are the same. So we looked at to whom goes the glory, the naming of God. We looked at for whom is the glory, that's the person of God. O Lord, O Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. That's the stated whom. But let's talk about the unstated who, that's you, that's me. Who brings the glory, or by whom does he get the glory? The whole argument of the psalm has to do with human beings. That's you and me. We will look at the stark difference between humanity in our own specific role compared to the rest of creation over the next parts of this series. But we bring God glory. We looked at the Latin phrase, solideo gloria, to God's glory alone last time. It's very clear here. O Lord, our Lord, that's to whom and for whom. How majestic is your name in all the earth. Creation already reflects God's glory, except for one piece called humanity. 
Now in the New Testament, let me do it very quickly for you. Uh, there are many uh, ways by which we are prodded to glorify God, to bring him honor. By New Testament examples, the shepherds at the birth of Jesus, or Mary in her Magnificat, the healings of Jesus. Actually, Jesus' glory and the Father's glory are parallel in some of the passages in John and Hebrews 1. The Lord's own earthly mission was to bring God glory, the Father glory, as John 17, 4, one of my favorite verses. Paul's global gospel proclamation, more, more people can overflow to the glory of God. New Testament examples, but New Testament events. Remember the transfiguration of Jesus, captured the glory of God. The resurrection of Jesus put him in a position of glory, Ephesians 1 says. He currently occupies that position of glory. Hebrews 2. Jesus answers prayer that advances God's work in God's glory for his glory. And one day he will come in the glory of the Father. And every tongue uh, will confess eventually that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father, even his judgment of unbelievers when he comes. Not only examples of events, but there are many benedictions and eulogies in the New Testament. God is glorified in the nations as people believe and obey Him. Romans 16. When the needs of saints are covered by those who give, His glorious riches in Christ Jesus are extended to others. When there's a safe delivery of people, His believers into heaven, God is glorified. Oh, we can also talk about other exhortations. When there's unity in the body of believers, it results in the glory of God. When we are filled with the fruit of righteousness, Philippians 1 says, it brings glory and praise to God. When we live a godly life, revealing character and discipleship, it's sourced in Christ and the Father is glorified. When we keep ourselves from sexual immorality, we glorify God with our body. When we indulge in good works, they will see your good works and glorify you, no, glorify the Father who is in heaven. Even when we are insulted for the Jesus' name, this Peter 4, the spirit of glory in God rests upon us. The praise of God that we bear his name. So this glory we cannot touch. We're not entitled to it. There's no entitlement. There's no encroachment of trespassing boundaries. And we will not embezzle his glory. In South Africa, the one rand coin, their currency, has a springbok image that looks like deer. And guess what? The words 
Sole Deo Gloria. Glory to God alone. Glory to the only God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. That's your mission. Your mission as a human being to the Lord, our Lord. 